0: Get on the only water on my ball, press it on the wall, can't get a chance! on the wall.
1: Episode 219, we had Ash and Decay from Utica with the song Cause Celebre," Coming off of the album A Dead World Sojourn.
2: And then we went into Divinix with the song Full Disadulation. And this is coming off their latest release, Dreamscapes, which is out now.
1: And then we have a Transplant... That used to live in Rochester, now in Austin. Mm-hmm. A sandwich Sandow's band, This Party Sucks, with the song, Kicked Out of Church.
2: You know, we've been friends with that guy uh, for years on Facebook, and we've never met him. But he's coming in a couple weeks, yes. so hopefully we get to catch up with him.
1: Yes. Yep.
2: Um, I was laughing at the start of the episode because my headphones blew my ears out. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be that loud. I asked if you
1: were ready. You said you were ready. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. <clears throat> I thought you were... uh Dancing? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was, right out of my skin.
1: I thought you were dancing to Mark Moist's bass lines. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I had a hard time picking between kicked out of church and Sluts love Coke mm. Another yeah, fantastic song yeah.
2: we we oh so we got a care package yes from Sam yeah. which was, was packed, packed full of goodies to the gills with all kinds of stickers mm-hmm. uh, albums yeah. and, a, and mirror, a mirror mirror in there yeah
1: so how was your week
2: um I think it was good yeah yeah. We have no new molehills in the back. Well, I lie. We d- I did find one today. But it's way in the back.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I'm going to take care of it. Yeah? Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know yet. <laughs> but I'm sick of paying people to not do anything, so. Yeah. <clears throat> How was your week?
1: My week was pretty Good. Good. It was, it was uneventful, I'd say, which is not
2: a bad thing. Yeah. Um, hey, I got an update for you. Okay. Uh, I believe it was last week we talked about the Ecuadorian woman who was banging on her coffin. Oh, yeah. Um, sadly, I'm here to report that she died in the hospital seven days later. Again.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Again. Are are they sure this time?
2: (laughs) Um, An Ecuadorian woman who surprised guests at her wake by knocking on her coffin earlier this month died Friday after a week of intensive care. Doctors declared 76-year-old Bella Montoya, a retired nurse, dead after she suffered a possible stroke and cardiopulmonary arrest. Um. Her family had previously gathered for a wake at a funeral home June 9th, just hours after Montoya was declared dead by doctors the first time. But everything came to a stop when they heard a sound coming from inside the coffin. Montoya's son, uh, Gilberto, told the Associated Press the sound gave everyone a fright. He also said his mother's condition remained dire, uh, and she was returned to the hospital immediately. Saturday morning, Barbara told the publication that doctors at the hospital where she was rushed after the weight confirmed Montoya died Friday evening of a stroke. Well,
1: that's not a happy ending.
2: That is not a happy ending. That sucks. Um, they must do things differently over there. And we were talking about this because they mentioned in this article that they had her wake like hours after she was declared dead. Yeah. That doesn't happen here. No. Like we wait days, a week, two weeks. I wonder if it's a, I don't know. Like a cultural thing? Because a lot of countries don't use preservatives. Mm. Is that what you would call it? Mm-hmm.
1: Embalming. Yeah. Fluids. Yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if... They've made it a big business in this country because they know it's very profitable for the funeral homes.
2: Well, yeah, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Why not capitalize on it, right? Mm-hmm. We do that with everything else here in the States. Mm-hmm. I was reading um, something about people not from here talking about life here mm-hmm. and Americans. Mm hmm. And a lot of them are talking about healthcare being a complete sham. Oh yeah. Here. Yeah. Like it's all about profit. It's not about taking care of people.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I have a strong opinion on I this. I know you do. But I'm not gonna.
2: I know you do. I know. think a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how can you not?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of. Things, I guess, we don't realize just because we live here. Yes. But, like, in other countries, you don't see constant ads for medications. No. On TV. mm Like, it's not, I guess it's not legal to do that. And here, it's like... Encouraged. Every commercial break you see, there's at least one ad. At least. Maybe two or three. Yeah. quite a scheme they got going yep want to play some music yes well all right
2: what's it gonna be we are gonna start with adan with the song swen and this is coming out off of the portraits album out now on Willowtip.
1: and then after that necrotian from philly with the song song of dog
2: Psychologist warns it's a major red flag if you relax by enjoying true crime stories. (laughs) One mental health expert has warned that those who listen to or watch episodes of true crime shows to unwind might be seriously disturbed. Well, that's you. And you. A little bit. Psychologist Dr. Emma Bryant sat down with Mel Robbins on her podcast and revealed those who consume violent media may do so for a very specific reason. It might be because the trauma of it is all too familiar to them. Hmm. She said, if your idea of relaxing before you go to sleep is to watch three episodes of Law and Order, then I would encourage you to think about why is trauma relaxing to me? So if this sounds like you, then you may be in need of some pretty serious counseling. I feel judged and Law attacked. and order. Yeah. What about snapped? Right. Um. Yeah. She continues to say some of us grew up in a high stress, in high stress situation, so people mistake peace for boring to come home to yourself you have to lean into the discomfort because it's gonna feel unfamiliar
1: mm. mm-hmm. and you go to sleep to that shit
2: I wouldn't say I'm disturbed
1: <laughs> well you wouldn't
2: <laughs> I just think that's a little extreme like I I, I don't know whatever we've talked about it before mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm fascinated with true crime. Mm -hmm. I don't idolize it. I don't...
1: Do you find it soothing?
2: (laughs) 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 All right, next topic. (laughs) I think I'm going to lose this battle here. (laughs) I mean, they may be onto something that that those types of shows are probably familiar to me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's sh- let's shift gears. Yes, please. I have This is the the 10 most valuable cassette tapes from the 80s and 90s. Oh, okay. Uh we have some cassettes, not not that many really. Um
2: All right, let's hear them.
1: We have more vinyl and uh CDs than than and cassettes. And
2: a random 8 track.
1: Yes. Um <laughs> Well, it wasn't random. It was well. No, was purposeful. no, no. Yes, uh,
2: that's not what I meant. Yes.
1: So these, these uh, obviously are worth the most if they're still sealed, in the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we have anything like that that's still. We have some vinyl that's still sealed. But yeah. No record, or I mean, no, uh, no cassettes. So I'm gonna list. Number one through number 10.
2: Okay. Number one being most valuable?
1: I believe number one is the most valuable. Okay. Maybe. No. I think they're just one through 10.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Well, no, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Let's see here. (laughs) Uh, so, So number one is Pearl Jam's 10 from 1991. This can go for... Uh, If it's the first pressing uh, and sealed, up to $4,000 on eBay, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Number two is Nirvana's Nevermind. This can go for up to $1,500 on eBay. Number three, Beastie Boys Licensed to, to Ill. I almost said to kill. Uh, fifteen hundred dollars on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the only metal in here. Uh, Metallica ride the lightning.
2: I, I kind of wondered if Metallica would be on there.
1: This could earn you up to one thousand dollars if it was still sealed. Uh, Nas, Illmatic. Is number five, and this is uh, nine hundred dollars. Alanis Morissette set is number six. Wow! Jagged Little Pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is up only six hundred dollars. Only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven, the Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. Um. This can go for five to $600 if it's sealed. Number eight, one of your favorites, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. Nice. Uh,
2: I used to have that tape. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Well, if you still had it and didn't play it and it was sealed, you could pick up 500 bucks. Nice. <laughs> Number nine is Madonna's Self-Titled. Uh which spent 168 weeks on the bill- Billboard charts. Whoa! Yep, thanks to hit tunes like "Lucky Star" and "Borderline." <laughs> um, this can go for 250 to 350. And number ten is Jay Z' "Reasonable Doubt." Uh, this can go for up to four hundred dollars. And I don't know why lethargy is not on this list.
0: This is Criff. I mean Arnold, and I listen to Grim Dystopian every week. And if you are not, what are you waiting for? Do it!
3: Do it now! Yeah!
1: That was a reissue of Nocturnal Trinity's 1998 demo. We heard the song Thy Corpse to Dust, um, and that is available on cassette and digital formats from Tumblety tapes on Bandcamp. Have you heard of this restaurant in Sacramento that hired a priest, in quotes, to get the sins out of its workers?
2: Uh, is that legal?
1: No. The sins in question included being late for work oh, and, boy. and having bad intentions towards management.
2: Whose idea was U.S. Management's?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the restaurant hired a priest to get the sins out of its workers in an elaborate scheme to figure out if they had been late to work, stolen anything from the company, or done anything else to harm their employer, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. Eesh. <laughs> um, They list... They, Say the name of the restaurant, which I don't know if I can pronounce it's uh, Tequiria Garibaldi in Sacramento, was being investigated for supposedly violating labor laws and denying workers overtime pay. During the investigation, the department learned that the restaurant had illegally paid managers from the employee tip pool. And threatened workers with retaliation and adverse immigration consequences.
2: That, oh that's man. A quote. They got a lot going on over there.
1: If they cooperated with the investigation. Um they had an alleged priest asked employees if they had stolen from the restaurant, been late to work, done anything, the harm management. Um Under oath, an employee of the restaurant explained how the restaurant offered a supposed priest to hear their workplace sins, while other employees reported that a manager falsely claimed that immigration issues would be raised by the department's investigation. Um. So basically, what ended up happening was the restaurant has to pay $140,000 in back wages.
2: Holy shit!
1: And liquidated damages to 35 employees, as well as an additional $5,000 to the Department of Labor because of the willful nature of their violations.
2: That's weird.
1: Yeah. A priest. Like, where where did they come up with the scheme? Like, at what point did they think that was going to be a good idea?
2: And I like that that was the tipping point for the workers.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: Like, not the $140,000 in wages. Yeah. But the fake priest.
1: Yeah. I've had some, as you know, some really interesting and strange... Employment in the past. Right? Yeah. Weird places. Fucking really shitty places. And I could see... I could see me working at this place in the past.
2: I completely agree. And you actually came close to like suing one company for back wages. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. You had to like put in a claim.
1: The the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. The this restaurant I worked at, the um, the owner loved gambling, and he would get into the employees payroll account and gamble it shit away. Oof! So Friday would come and you'd go to cash your check and it would fucking bounce.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> I'd be livid.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, and sadly, that was not the worst job I've ever had.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was not. Um, So we were randomly <laughs> in AI Jesus. Oh, yeah. Just seeing what questions were being asked. Yeah. And I really appreciated that somebody asked a question about if the band Mayhem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> went to heaven yeah and rest easy everybody ai jesus has confirmed <laughs> that they will be
1: well he didn't say that they would he said that it's up to their individual oh
2: yeah that's right
1: choices and actions in their life
2: yes that's right so ai strikes again are you ready for this one uh-huh, i'm ready Women breaks up with boyfriend of five years after she finds out he was cheating with AI girlfriend.
1: Oh, man. What was he thinking?
2: A California couple has reportedly split up after a woman discovered her boyfriend obsessively engaged in conversations with an AI companion chatbot developed by at doppel underscore AI. She interpreted his behavior as a form of cheating. The man was allegedly involved in an intimate, in intimate discussions with the companion bot and he was found texting this artificial girlfriend via iMessage for extended hours late into the night. This activity went on, according to her, for several weeks.
1: That's really weird.
2: Uh, yeah. Apparently, he created a doppel of her. Which is, why don't you just talk to her? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Who yeah. knows
1: what he was saying to it? You know?
2: Well, they were intimate conversations, yeah. so.
1: Maybe it's stuff that he didn't want to say to her. Or he wanted to, but maybe she wasn't up for it. Yeah. What it, this reminds me of, we've talked in the past about, like, what would be, The line, like to a to a lady, um, the a cheating aspect that would be more damaging and hurtful to you, I think, is like, um, if I were to have an emotional relationship with another female, like, right, that would be more hurtful than like the sex part. Hmm. That's what you used to say.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think I (laughs) changed. I don't know. I mean they both equally suck.
1: They don't equally suck to me.
2: No. No, I think I
1: think a guy would be more upset about the sex part. Like if you're Like in
2: general, you think?
1: Yeah. Like if you're cheating emotionally, I think that would be much more Forgivable than than a sexual.
2: Why do you think that is?
1: Well, I think it's like an ego thing for guys.
2: Huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So my question was going to be, um, what if. So what if putting yourself in her shoes, would you find it less disturbing if that guy was like beating off to AI porn?
2: aye, aye. aye. What?
1: What if it was like an AI porn of her that he was into watching? Is that more disturbing or that he's having intimate conversations with an AI version of her?
2: I don't know, that's hard to say. I feel like it's kind of equaled out. Yeah? Yeah. It's
1: equally creepy?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: It's kind of weird, yeah.
2: (laughs) But, I mean, I hate to generalize because everyone is different and feels different, but um, I think, generally speaking, women do tend to be more upset Mm -hmm. at the emotional connection Mm -hmm. than the physical Mm -hmm. but i think they both equally suck now Mm -hmm.
1: all right let's play some more music i have another question for you that i will ask you during the songs
2: all right first up pain storm from spain with the song the plainfields butcher and this is coming off of their devouring and trails release out now and Cult und Chaos Productions.
1: And then after that, Phantom Corporation with the song No Tomorrow, off of their first full-length fallout, out now in Europe and on July 7th in the US via Supreme Chaos Records. (sighs)
0: All oh, open me Take it to close Follow the train Get through the hole There's no escape you live on list, but to the list the duty you risky risking lives see the bar They're coming out when this time Let them walk on With the good yes, Can't suffer in the movie, is to Forces you lies, please, i
2: think that's a Ed Gein reference, the Plainfields butcher.
1: I don't know. Is it?
2: <clears throat> I think it might be. I like that bass track in there, though.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a nice bass sound. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got a weird one for you, and I'm gonna feel judged every time I bring up true crime. Um.
1: <laughs> judged by who? Good point. The listeners. Yeah. Or me.
2: I don't know. Anyone.
1: <laughs> I don't judge.
2: Um, psychologist. All the psychologists that are listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crocodile living in isolation for sixteen years at zoo experienced virgin birth.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
2: I don't know, it's coming from people. Oh, man, it's got to be true. <laughs> this is the first known instance of a crocodile virgin birth, but virgin birth births have been recorded in fish, birds, lizards, and snakes.
1: Hmm. And is there an explanation?
2: Um... The female crocodile had been living in isolation for 16 years at a Costa Rican zoo. In 2018, the reptile laid a clutch of eggs, a common practice among captive reptiles, even those without mates. After three months of incubation, one egg contained a fully formed stillborn baby crocodile. The study noted that scientists examined the crocodile's fetus's genetic makeup. During this research, the expert discovered DNA... Sequences in the fetus that resulted from a reproduction without the help of a male crocodile.
1: Hmm. So how does that work?
2: Um. <coughs> Based on this new study, scientists are re-examining reproduction in crocodiles and related animals. Um. This is quotes. A quote from Warren Booth, who is an author of the study with Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University. Sounds really smart. What this also tells us is that as crocodiles and birds use the same mechanism, their extinct relatives, dinosaurs, um, are also likely to have been capable of parthenogenic production. I don't know. We have numerous records in birds, snakes, and lizards that record parthenogens being born and surviving.
1: Is that what, when they refer to a parthenogen in a pear tree, is that what they're talking about?
2: I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this has gone over our head. Uh, Okay. I think it's time for some music.
1: Uh, All right. First up, Reign of Vengeance from Arizona with the song Disemboweling Swine. This is the title track off of their latest album, and it's out now.
2: And then we're going to go into Nocturnal Frost from Minnesota with the single Shadow of Time, also out now. (laughs)
3: their day for death But the power has been seized To abuse our resistance
0: If she's seen brutal consequence And for sin is gone on
3: Amazing the Constitution
0: Bleeding with pride, sinners in summer, strange and consequence for strange and love. Sinners in the flames, offered to the and grabbing, they fiddle in the desert,
3: tearing verbal, A and strange. They twist and abound, a dying struggling for lying the cold and reaching, fiddled with talking and choking the to grim, dystopian. Love and deal.
2: So wouldn't be complete without a music fact. Right. Max Cavalera found Sepultura for his band's name when he was translating a Motorhead song into Portuguese. The song was Dancing on Your Grave.
1: Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me want to start up the trivia thing again.
2: Yeah, you should. I wish you... Didn't do it daily because yeah. I knew you were going to get burned out by it.
1: It was hard.
2: <clears throat> you spent a lot of time on that.
1: Yeah. It was very hard to to come up with questions that you couldn't just copy and paste into Google and have the answer instantly. Yeah. That was super challenging. Yeah. And to keep it. I mean, so, I know some some days the questions were like really far out there sometimes it wasn't even most of the time it was music related but sometimes it wasn't yeah sometimes it wasn't metal related sometimes it was i remember one about the band london yep Uh, i remember
2: one (coughs) yeah there was a lot that weren't heavy metal
1: i just had a sad thought i'm not gonna go into it but
2: i saw your face yeah um okay. We're not gonna be sad. So I have this is a crazy story. So we Uber a lot to shows, mm-hmm. just so we don't have to pay for parking. Mm-hmm. We have a beer or two. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about driving. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder like when we're gonna be those people that have that crazy Uber story. I hope it never happens. We've gotten so lucky, knock on wood, so far, that all of our experiences, besides... Well,
1: we've had a few incidents.
2: Besides a couple, but um, this story, Uber passenger who mistakenly thought she was being kidnapped shoots driver (laughs) and is charged with murder. What? Uh, A woman is facing murder charges after shooting her Uber driver in the head last week after she claimed she thought she was being kidnapped. An investigation by the El Paso Police Department in Texas allegedly showed the woman was never in danger and her driver, a 52-year-old husband and father, never veered from her destination. Um, Phoebe Copas, 48, is now being held on a $1.5 million bond. The family of the driver, um, Danielle... Daniel Garcia said he was taken off life support on Wednesday. Daniel's wife said in a post on on a GoFundMe page that her husband was the sole provider for their family um, and was very happy to finally be back at work to bring home an income as an Uber driver after having uh, a knee injury that required surgery in April. So,
1: I don't understand what happened.
2: So, I'm going to get into it right now. Okay. Copas, who is from Kentucky, was in Texas visiting her boyfriend. She called an Uber to take her to visit her boyfriend at a local casino after he got off work. Copas then allegedly became worried when she saw highway signs for Mexico. (laughs) At some point during the drive, Copas thought she was being taken into Mexico and shot her driver. Um, She allegedly pulled out a revolver and shot Garcia in the back of the head and wrist, causing the car to crash. Before calling 911, she reportedly took a photo of the incident and sent it to her boyfriend.
1: So, was there like a language barrier or something? Um... I don't know. That's really weird.
2: I mean, you could easily, even if it was a language barrier, you could easily get past that like Mexico. No, no, no. Right. right, I mean.
1: Right. Right.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that fucking clears it up. You don't got to take out your, what are you doing walking around with a revolver?
1: Can you bookmark that? Yeah. I, I need to know more details. Like, there needs to be a follow-up on this. Um, like, what actually happened?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I could follow it. Like, I follow the other stories.
1: That, yeah, it that doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. I mean, she looks pretty upset in her picture. Like, not like the one I've been following where she chopped her boyfriend up. Uh-huh. Um. I don't know. This is a tragic story. This is very sad. But I feel like it could have been prevented. Could you
1: imagine? I don't know. I don't know the, the whole thing's just. Could you imagine someone driving and you shooting them in the back of the head?
2: None of those things. From what do you mean, can seat? I imagine that? <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. No. <laughs> But I'll send you the article and okay. we can, we can follow up and see what happens. I, the thing that really catches me off guard, um, not only that she did it, but that she took a picture of it and sent it to her boyfriend before calling 911. Yeah. what? Like that's pretty heinous. Why did she do that? I don't know. Like, I mean, why did she was, do any of it? But Was it
1: like, was she proud of it or was it like? I... Evidence?
2: I have no idea. Look what just happened. I don't know.
1: Huh. It's
2: crazy. Yeah. And sad. I feel really sad for that family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we haven't had anything that extreme. No,
2: no. I mean, we had a couple sketchy scenarios. We had one really scary scenario, but... Luckily, it it worked out.
1: Luckily, he came to his senses.
2: Only because we had cash on him, or on us.
1: That was was not happening.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was a bad night. So anyways, you ready to play a couple songs and get the hell out of here? Yeah,
1: let's do that. All right. All right. First up from the Ukraine, Lava Invocator with the song, Signs of Apocalypse. This is the title track. Off of their latest release. And it's out now.
2: And then we're going to go into Lucifixion. Right? Yeah. (laughs) With the song. Oh, to strike one great and final wound on the sum of the lives of the earth. The. (laughs) Of the upcoming release. Trisect joy of pierced hearts. Out. On the 30th on Sentient Ruin.
1: (laughs) Until next time.
2: Stay safe.
1: Stay healthy.
2: Don't be an asshole. And? I ain't no bird watcher, but I've seen a
3: cockatoo.